大家好 ，Hi everyone， you're listening to Bite Size Taiwanese。大家好，欢迎收听一嘴台语 ，A brand new podcast giving you a taste of real everyday Taiwanese。I'm Alan， and I'm Phil。Welcome back。You're listening to episode twelve of our elementary level. Hey Phil, next week it's Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Our next Friday is Christmas. What do you normally do this time of year? Well, Christmas is such a different experience here. There are lots of holiday decorations in public spaces, especially in the shopping areas. Yeah. But other than a few house parties where friends exchange gifts. It's not the same kind of energy. It's it's definitely when I feel the most homesick. Oh yeah, yeah most Taiwanese don't get that day off as a holiday. Hikangbo Hyokun. So it's an ordinary work day like any other. Yeah, I've done different things over the years while I've been in Taipei to try to make it feel more special. One year, I took a day off and then spent the afternoon at Gokyong. The National Palace Museum. What really? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's a very cultural Christmas. <laughs> It was actually very nice and very peaceful. Adide, how about you, Alan? What do you typically do on Christmas? Shintanze, bie chongxia. Well, for most Taiwanese, Shintanze is an occasion to go on a romantic date with your significant other. Oh, yeah. So on Christmas Day, you'll see lots of restaurants filled with couples. No wonder it's always so hard to get a reservation that day. Well, yeah, but not just couples. It's also a popular time for good friends to get together and eat. So that's probably also why it's hard to get reservations at restaurants on Shintanze. Oh. Yeah, I think that's also one big difference. Back home, Shintanze is more of a time to get together with family, and since most places are closed, meals are often made at home. Yeah, here the Lunar New Year, Guini, is the big holiday for getting the whole family together, but Shintanze is mainly something you celebrate with your romantic partner or with your friends. Usually eating huiga hot pot. <laughs> It's always huiga. <laughs> yeah, well, Taiwanese people love huiga. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many different kinds, and they're. Everywhere. Well, it's true. We love eating huigu at any time, but it's especially common for occasions when friends or family get together because it's really a communal eating experience. Yeah. Well, today, why don't we talk about going out to a restaurant with friends and family to celebrate an occasion? Oh, okay. Let's do it. So often at these gatherings, there are people who may not already know each other. Ue. So how could you introduce them to each other? So one way you could introduce them is to first say to both of them at the same time. Let me introduce both of you. Means to introduce, and ga is a preposition you put before ding, which is the plural pronoun for you. Gua, ga ding, gai xiao. Then you pick one party and start there by saying, "Chuishi" or "This person is," and then you say their name or who they are to you, like my colleague, "Chuishi Gun Dongsu." This is my colleague. Then move to the other party and say the same thing, "Chuishi" or "This person is." We should point out that by adding "chui," this person. It makes it sound more polite, right? If it's more informal, you can just say, "Zhi, this is well." For example, "This is my son." Zhi Gun Hao Xin. 
You could even drop the verb she and say, Now, sometimes one party is a little more senior, so maybe you'd like to start the introduction with that person. So, how does that change what we say? So, let's say you want to introduce a friend to your teacher. You can first say to your teacher, Let me introduce you to a friend of mine. Then you can follow what we said in our example before. This person is Abing. Great. Now, when there's a big group of people and you have to order food, sometimes it's easier for one person to order for the table. But you still might want to discuss with the table if there are preferences or special dietary restrictions. So, first, how would you ask if anyone has any recommendations? You could start by asking the server, Do you have any specialties that you could tell us about? Or you could just ask anyone in your group. Are there any specialty dishes that someone could recommend? Or more generally, you could say, Or, Are there any dishes you want to eat or order? Now, how would you ask if anyone has any special dietary restrictions or preferences? Is there anything that anyone can't eat? All right, so now, what if you're one of those people with a food allergy? How could you say that you're allergic to something, say, seafood? Well, you could say, Well, here the sentence pattern is, to eat, followed by whatever you have allergy to. Well, which in this example is high sun or seafood. Then, to be allergic to. So again, Now, how about if you're vegetarian? Here are a couple ways to say this. or Both mean I'm vegetarian. Or another way of putting it is or I don't eat meat. But the difference between ba and ch is if you say ba, you just mean meat, usually pork, but also beef, chicken, and lamb. But if you say ch, you mean not just meat, but all animals, including fish, and sometimes even including food that has strong odors like garlic and onions which many practicing Buddhists try to avoid. And if you're vegetarian and you don't mind that the meat was cooked together with the dish, you can say that you eat meaning that you're okay with putting the meat on the side or just eating around the meat of a dish. Okay, so especially when there's a special occasion to get together, there will also often be a chance to make a toast. Yeah, depending on the situation, there are a few ways you can toast each other. If you want to individually toast someone, a polite way is to raise your glass while looking in the eyes of that person and saying, You can also add their name before saying it. So, Phil, Alan, Alan, <laughs> okay, if you want a more informal, friendly tone, you can just say, Kana. It means dry, as in drink until your glass is dry. 
but the feeling is something close to cheers. Well, another way to say this is to make it an invitation. So this could even be used for an entire group. I've also heard this phrase, let it be dry. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can say that, but it's very informal. Usually you hear it among drinking buddies trying to get each other drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes that's the right situation. <laughs> All right, so obviously a lot of these toasts say for the bottom of the glass to be dry and empty. But are people really expected to finish all of their drink? Mm, well, that's tricky. I think it can depend on the situation. Sometimes it's expected and other times not. Hey, if you want to dry your glass and toast someone, but you don't want to make the other person feel the obligation to do so, you can also say which means I'll dry my glass but feel free to drink as much as you like. Sui means at will or as one pleases. Do you have any common toasts that you'd like to put out there? Um, well, let me see. Okay, how about <laughs> I think we have our one bite challenge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> means let me toast you with a glass of tea. Tea? <laughs> <laughs> well, stay with me. And <laughs> means wishing you good health with no issues. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. We'll just say that we can use any drink to stand in for that tea. <laughs> now, finally, we've come to the end of the meal and we just have to pay the bill. This can sometimes turn into a huge brawl with the check. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I haven't seen a big scene in a while. I think people have gotten more clever and take care of the bill on their way to the restroom earlier in the meal. <laughs> <laughs> so how would we say, I'm treating you? Okay, you could say, Let me get it. But be prepared, because this is often the beginning shot of the back and forth of who gets to foot the bill. <laughs> yeah, although I think among good friends, it's become really common to just pay for yourself. You could just say, It is like, let's go Dutch. Today's grammar point is the preposition ga. In an earlier episode, episode 9 about staying in a hotel and the superstitions that come with that, we talked about how one use of ga is to bring an object earlier in the sentence so that the emphasis can shift to the action done to the object. For example, Put the clothes in the closet. Turn on the lights. Pull open the curtains. So today, we're looking at a different use of ga. In, in our discussion earlier, we saw examples of ga used to show that an action is done for or to benefit someone or something. In the sentence, let me introduce to you a friend of mine. The gadi shows that it's for you or as a benefit to you that I'm doing the action, which in this sentence is gai xiao or introducing. Another sentence is Let me introduce both of you. Gadin for both of you. This sentence can also mean let me introduce both of you to maybe another person or something. By the way, chide means a moment. When it's used after a verb, 
It means to take a short moment to do something. It can be used to show politeness or to soften a request because it sounds like what you're going to do or ask someone to do won't take too much time. So, sounds like, please give me a moment to introduce. Another example we saw today with this usage is the sentence. Do they have any specialties that someone can introduce for us? Here we have gagun, which means for us or for our benefit, that we do the action of gaishao, introducing a specialty. Now let's look at some examples outside of today's discussion. He cooked two dishes for grandma. In this example, we have ga'ama, meaning for his grandma. And the action done for her is zu neng or cooked two dishes. Here's another one. The students clean the classroom for the teacher. In this example, we have galausu, meaning for the teacher. And the action done for him is that the students cleaned the classroom. If you want more on this grammar point, be sure to check out our downloadable workbook for this episode. All right, now let's practice what we just learned today. Phil, let me introduce you. This is my colleague, Phil. Hi, my surname is Lim, but just call me Phil. And may I ask this is... Oh, Joyce. This is Joyce. She's my girlfriend. Joyce, be her. Hi, Joyce. Do you want something to eat? Let me order it for you. Long Anything is fine, but I have an allergy to seafood. How about I order a plate of meat for you? I'm sorry, but I don't eat meat. Well... In that case, let me order a vegetable dish for you. All right, now it's review time and also your turn to practice. As always, we'll say the English first, then the Taiwanese, once at natural speed and then slowly. Remember to say it out loud with us. All right, let's get started. Christmas. Lunar New Year Hot Pot To be familiar with Let me introduce both of you let me introduce you to a friend of mine. This is my colleague. This is my son. 
，这是阮后生，这是阮后生。Are there any recommended dishes? Could you introduce them to us? Said to a server. 恁有啥物手落菜，会当甲阮介绍一个无？恁有啥物手落菜？会当甲阮介绍一个无 ？Does anyone have any special dietary restrictions or preferences？ 有人啥物无食无？有人啥物无食无 ？I'm allergic to seafood. 我食海产的过敏，我食海产的过敏。I'm vegetarian. 我食素 ，or 我食菜。我食素 ，or 我食菜。I don't eat meat. 我无食肉 ，or 我无食草。我无食肉 ，or 我无食草。To accept a dish as vegetarian with meat on the side， 食方便菜，食方便菜。To make a toast to someone， 甲人干杯，甲人干杯。Let me make a toast to you。我敬你，我敬你。Cheers, bottoms up， 干啦，干啦。Let's all make a toast。咱来干一杯，咱来干一杯。Drink up， 喝大啦，喝大啦。I'll finish my glass, but feel free to drink as much as you like. 我干杯，你随意。我干杯，你随意。Let me toast you a cup of tea, wishing you good health without issue. 敬你一杯茶，祝你身体健康无问题。敬你一杯茶，祝你身体健康无问题。I'll treat you. Let me pay for this. 好，我请。好，我请。To pay individually, to split the bill. 大家照分配。大家照分配。All right, that's all for today. To review what we discussed in this episode, be sure to visit our website, bitesizedtaiwanese.com. And go to the episode page where you can find a recap of today's vocabulary, grammar points, and one bite challenge. And if you want more than what we cover in today's podcast, just check out the downloadable workbook, where you'll get great exercises, extra vocabulary, more grammar discussion, more audio, and so much more detail like annotated tone changes. For the holidays, we're offering a limited time promotion on the workbooks and on our very own bite-sized townies merch. So if you're still looking for last-minute gifts, take advantage of these deals and check out the store at our website. The workbook is the perfect gift for yourself or for someone else you know that has been dying to pick up or improve their Taiwanese. Gifting a workbook subscription is really easy. Just check off the box that says "This is a gift" when you add it to the cart, 
and put it in the email to whomever you want to send it to. That's it. Yep, super easy. And for those of you who haven't checked out our Taiwanese pronunciation guide, download it for free from our website when you sign up for our mailing list. And if you've already signed up for our mailing list at our website, then check your inboxes and you should have an email providing you instructions on how you can download yours. Finally, we'd also like to give a big thank you to all of our listeners out there who have been so supportive of us since our launch a couple months ago. Thank you for helping us spread the word. It's been a wonderful year. You all are so awesome. Also, we want to give a big thanks to our talented curriculum designer, Pinji. He's such a vital part to making all of this happen. Thanks, Pinji. We couldn't do it without you. <laughs> Thank you. We'd also like to give a special thanks to Yoren and William for their help with the episodes and teaching materials. Thanks, Yoren and William. We'll be taking the next two weeks off. But we'll be back in January with all new episodes. Hope everyone has a safe and happy holidays. Merry Christmas! Happy holidays and happy new year! See you next year! Zai